Hello and welcome to the CGF podcast. My name is Louise Chester. I work in the communications team at the Consumer Goods Forum and this is the latest episode in our third season of the podcast where we delve behind the scenes of our work and we share our thoughts about the challenges facing our industry, the planet and its people. The Consumer Goods Forum is a CEO-led organization that helps the world's retailers and consumer goods manufacturers to collaborate alongside other key stakeholders to secure consumer trust and drive positive change. Today, I'm joined on the podcast by John Jove, or JC, as he's often known in the industry. JC, who's Vice President at PepsiCo, is a long-standing friend of the CGF and has been really involved over the years with so many of our initiatives and events. So it will be really interesting to get his thoughts and insights today. So hello, John. Thank you so much for joining me today on the CGF podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me today, Louise. You're very welcome. So PepsiCo is a long-standing and very active member of the CGF and has been for many years now. And I know that you personally have been a long-time friend and colleague of ours. So perhaps you could begin by telling our listeners a bit about your involvement with the CGF, its coalitions and perhaps events. Absolutely. You know, PepsiCo was a founding member of the CGF going back to 2008 when um, when retailers and manufacturers came together and decided to build on uh, the former organization CIES. And actually, we were uh, sponsoring many of the activities of CIES, the meetings and so forth, going way back, I think, to 1998. Uh, so we strongly believe um, in the CGF mission to drive positive change and help address uh, key challenges impacting industry and really help ensure better lives through better business. That's just a fabulous mission. And these are big industry systemic challenges that the CGF and members are addressing that we believe no one company can tackle alone. It takes a network that the CGF is building to address these opportunities efficiently and effectively. Now, personally, I coordinate PepsiCo's engagement with the CGF through the bringing together of a cross-functional team of internal experts uh, to help us address the opportunities and to staff each of the coalition of actions, including plastic waste, food safety, uh, product uh, data standards, health and wellness, and human rights, amongst others. Um, and I also personally serve on the CGF Coalition for Healthier Lives uh, Steering Committee. So I'm directly involved in helping retailers, supplier pilots, uh, empower people to lead healthier lives. And I also lead our engagement. This is probably more of the fun part. I lead our engagement of the CGF events, uh, particularly the Global Summit. And I was uh, past chairman of the Future Leaders Conference. I did ah. that for about three years and I, I really oh actually enjoyed that. So just a long time engagement with the CGF. And we're big fans of, of the organization and its mission. Wonderful. Thank you so much. It's good to know that you have been on board since the, the very beginning, the sort of roots of the CGF. So you mentioned quite a few topic areas that you are involved with um, at the CGF. I wanted to dig in a little bit uh, to sustainability because I work personally on, on the sustainability side. Um, so 
I know at PepsiCo that you have an extremely comprehensive strategy on sustainability and you've just released your 2030 positive agriculture ambition. Congratulations on that. It, it looks wonderful. Could you tell me a, a little bit about your plans and how this builds on the work that you've already done? Absolutely. I mean, uh, 2021 has been a busy year. This builds on a long tradition of of a focus on sustainability. Back in January, actually, we announced plans to more than double uh, our science-based climate goal, targeting a reduction of GHG emissions uh, across, across uh, the value chain. And by the way, that's an absolute number uh, by more than 40% by 2030. In addition, the company has pledged uh, to achieve net zero emissions by 2040, which is actually one decade earlier ahead of Paris. So wow. we're pretty, pretty excited about that. And that, mm -hmm. that's across the, uh, the various scopes. But more recently to your question, Louise, um, in April of this year, we announced you know, our goal to spread regenerative farming practice across 7 million acres of farmland, which is approximately equal to our entire agricultural footprint. People sometimes forget that PepsiCo at its heart uh, is an agricultural company in the sense that we depend upon potatoes and oranges and so forth for all of our products, for many of our products, um, depending upon each one, of course. And uh, we estimate that this agricultural focus on regenerative farming practices will eliminate at least 3 million tons of GHG by the end of the decade. And in addition, and I think this is really important it, it's, it's designed to actually improve the livelihoods of more than a quarter of a million people across the ag supply chain and uh, sustainably source 100% of key, of key ingredients. So it's a pretty bold ambition and it builds on a lot of the work we've been doing um, in, in what we call our sustainable farming program. Um, you know, there's so much more that we're doing that listeners might want to take a look at um, that we're doing to build a sustainable food system. And they can go, of course, to pepsico.com uh, and dig into that a little bit more. Of course, they can also you know, follow on Twitter, on LinkedIn, and, uh, and get the latest uh, information. Okay, super. And I, of course, can, can link to, to these things uh, underneath the podcast. So wonderful. It sounds like such a comprehensive and ambitious plan and yeah, I look forward to following along on, on the, your progress on that. Wonderful. So I wanted to ask you, John, I think you mentioned at the start yourself, you hinted at the kind of collaboration um, that the CGF uh, provides for its members. So it's, of course, at the heart of, of the CGF. It's what we do. And we, of course, believe that collaboration is absolutely vital to, to driving industry progress across all these topics. So do you perhaps have any examples of how collaboration via your CGF membership at PepsiCo has helped you to deliver on your strategic goals? Absolutely. You know, you're right, Louise. We see that, you know, this, this idea of pre-competitive collaboration between retailers and manufacturers um, in other words, the member base, along with other external, you know, stakeholders to address industry challenges that we talked about earlier is really at the heart of the CGF, you know, value proposition. And a couple of examples, um, you, you know, I could 
pull many, but just a couple. One, of course, I'm directly involved in with the Coalition for Healthier Lives, where we're working together across industry and also with external stakeholders in each of the countries to set up retail pilots or what we call interventions that show how consumers you know, can lead healthier lives. And this is across developed and emerging markets. To date, this collaboration has, um, with, with over 160 CGF related organizations, have come together in more than 14 markets to engage over 50 million people uh, through 800 such uh, collaboration interventions. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's so that's huge. really, yeah, that's a great example of one. And it's one of the ones that I'm very passionate about action. And mm -hmm. I think that's a great example of taking action to, to drive impact. The of second course. one is really the Global Food Safety Initiative. It's another great example and really a longstanding, one of the earliest, I think, examples uh, of really productive collaboration between retailers and manufacturers. This one focused on, um, you know, uh, driving improvements in what's called uh, Global Food Safety uh, Certification or GFSI Certification. Now, GFSI has just been launched, as you know, as a new CGF coalition. And they're doing some really important work in race to the top, what they call race to the top food safety benchmarking. And they, they're really doubling down on building capabilities, food safety, food safety capabilities across uh, core emerging markets by bringing together companies for a food safety capability building day, which I think is just fabulous. And um, you know, I think there's so much more we could talk about, but I would encourage listeners to go to the CGF website um, and also attend your excellent conferences, including the Food Safety Conference, our Product Safety Conference, the Global Summit, uh, as well as Sustainable Retail Summit later in the year. I, I just wanted to give one more perspective. You know, I think that the CGF and members really are just getting going on the power of these coalitions. I think as the CGF builds its member base, especially in Asia, Latin America and Africa region, we're going to see the exponential impact um, of an expanded network across these coalitions. And we are keen, you know, not just to have big companies, of course, but really medium and small enterprises join too, because we believe great ideas to transform industry are really everywhere. So that's just a, a few quick thoughts. Wonderful, thank you. You're, you're so right. It is such a pinnacle moment for the CGF with the, the recent launch of, of all of our coalitions of action and the, the expansion of our work in, in the region. So yeah, it's really good to hear your perspective on all of that as a, as a member, a critical member, and your examples of how collaboration has helped. Thank you for sharing. So my next topic is, is perhaps one that we are all getting a little bit bored of, but it's so topical and genuinely interesting, or at least I'm genuinely interested in, in your answer to this. And it's, of course, on COVID. We can't escape talking about it, and we certainly can't escape the impacts it's having on the way that we work, shop, socialise, the list goes on. So how, how do you think... Um, or what do you think have been the biggest effects that the pandemic has had on our industry? And how, how has it impacted the way that you do business at PepsiCo? 
You know, it's an interesting question, uh, Louise. I primarily work on the global retail uh, sales team. And we have seen how the pandemic has accelerated the shift to online shopping out of a necessity in many cases. But now we see how many consumers, you know, while they like the convenience of online shopping, they still want to return to the stores for some of their purchases. Hence, we're seeing um, the rapid development of, you know, this idea of an omnichannel uh, retail uh, system and really the need to have a seamless customer customer and shopper experience across platforms, whether it's in-store or online. And, you know, and by the way, this really plays to the importance of the CGF Product Data Coalition, which is seeking, as you know, to improve the quality of product information, which is especially important uh, in, mm -hmm. in, in online. Yeah, so important to have those insights at your fingertips, yeah. A absolutely, absolutely. Now, I would say beyond the commercial dimension that we just talked about, we also believe, and this is something that I'm personally passionate about, that we believe the pandemic has probably raised what we, you know, what I would call intersectional opportunities. For example, you know, people's awareness and demand for healthier food solutions has also come with a greater interest in products that protect the environment and the communities in which, you know, they live. So you can begin to see the intersection of even the work of the various coalitions that CGF is doing. Um, and so this has placed greater demands on company, companies and the entire industry to you know, deliver holistic sustainability, health and wellness solutions. And uh, I think this is not going to end. I think this is going to continue to build and we're going to see this type of uh, intersectionality continue into the future. That's very, very interesting. Yeah, I, I agree. I think we are going to see the effects of COVID for many years to come. It will be interesting to see how our industry uh, shifts and how it perhaps accelerates trends that were already uh, underway. So my last two questions are a bit more personal. I would like to hear from you what your hopes are for the next 10 years, both for the industry, the planet and its people, John. Wow, that's a big, that's a big it, question. It Louise. is. It's kind of a, trip, a triple whammy in there, but yes. <laughs> can do your you best know, with it. <laughs> you know, I think for the industry, I think that we have elevated our pre-competitive collaboration through organizations like the CGF to solve some of the world's most pressing challenges. And that comes back to my earlier point about expanding the network and the power of the network. I think for the planet um, that we can not only sustain, but perhaps more importantly, regenerate our planet. And I think that's becoming an increasingly important concept. We have to rebuild, we have to regenerate, you know, um, the environment and the, and the planet can heal with, with that type of attention. And then of course, for people, uh, you know, that across industry, we can help consumers lead healthier, more equitable lives around the world. And I have to tell you, just seeing that what, what we're doing at PepsiCo, for example, but equally across other CGF members, I follow many of them. I'm really optimistic about the future. I think we, we've reached a turning point. And I think, um, you know, many companies around the world are embracing the challenges and helping drive uh, really transformational change. Brilliant. Yes, I, I too am optimistic. Um, my final question is sort of linked, actually, but 
maybe maybe the answer is indeed your optimism but I wanted to ask what keeps you personally inspired and motivated to jump out of bed in the morning and keep keep doing the job that you do well you, you know uh, Louise it's really quite simple I you know I love what I do I guess it's the old expression, if you if you do what you love, you're not really working. <laughs> uh, I work for a great company uh, with great brands and uh, really talented people. And I love uh, working with the CGF team and other members of the coalition projects. I learn so much and we work really hard across the company to share ideas, best practices and help drive change. I just miss the energy of the CGF conferences and the interchange of ideas and bumping into friends in, in the hallway. And I do hope it all returns in uh, 2022. And uh, so thanks so much, Louise, for this opportunity to speak with you, with you today and other CGF uh, listeners and members out there. Thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure. And I wanted to take the opportunity to thank you for your dedication and, and hard work across all the different topic areas you mentioned today. And I do hope that you and I meet in person at a, at a physical event next year. <laughs> Let's hope for that. So thank you so much, John. Great, Louise. Thank you. Have a good day there. If you would like to find out more about our work at the Consumer Goods Forum, you can visit our website at www.theconsumergoodsforum.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please do subscribe to the podcast for more episodes coming very soon. Thank you for listening and bye for now.